This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Bringing you a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. This is Common Sense on Social Justice. You'll get equipped with the tools you need to carry out social justice right where you are. Now, here's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, Michael Davis. And thank you so much for joining us again on this series that we are doing now uh, on justice for immigrants and refugees who may be coming to your country and into your neighborhood and uh, with our guest Soela Azadi. Thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this has been a great series. I've enjoyed it a lot and we're here in the final episode. This is going to be the lighter side of things. We're going to be sharing funny stories around uh, people getting used to integrating into a culture and we're going to share it from different angles so that you can learn as a listener, what people are dealing with mm-hmm. uh, as they come to your neighborhood, and it'll give you more insight. But uh, we're going to be sharing some funny things that people who have come here have done, some funny questions th- that Soela has been asked as an immigrant, and just some other experiences like my experiences working in Africa, where I was the foreigner and I got stuck in the cultural something and couldn't (laughs) navigate my way very well. So yeah, are you ready for this? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So just uh, share with us just a a funny story just off the top of your head that you saw someone who uh, came here, uh, maybe refugee, immigrant, whatever, and they're trying to navigate the culture and something just went kind of awry. (laughs) Sure. I can think of this story of a friend who used to um, study his PhD in um, in Michigan, and then uh, he was called. Uh, he was a te- um, teacher assistant, so he was teaching a few classes for bachelor's degree um, students. And so he was called to the office and said, "They told him why why do you put students on spot?" And he said, "What? I'm not doing that." And um, because the, the system back home is that you actually call out the person that you know didn't study. Oh. And you tell them <laughs> to come to embarrass them, right? As yeah. a way to teach them a lesson that next time come to class ready. So he repeatedly that, did that in his classes and students were fed up and they were like, you cannot do that in the West, you know? Yeah. <laughs> if you know that person doesn't know it, don't put them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that must have been for an interesting conversation. Yes. <laughs> So uh, you uh, are an immigrant from Iran to the United States. So what's one question that an American has asked you about your homeland that just made you roll your eyes in your head? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, First time I was asked um, if we have aeroplanes. Um, in Iran and I just I just laughed and I was like I actually rode a camel over the ocean <laughs> to get here the you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or she asked the, the very same person asked if we have universities um, 
um, in Iran. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, very, very interesting. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, tell us a little bit, then. Educase in Iran, is it very modernized? Uh, yeah, I mean, Iran used to be the... Dubai in the 70s. Yeah, <laughs> I had another guest from Iran, and he said that. He said before the revolution, because he's an older guy, he says it was very wealthy, yeah. very advanced. Yeah, and even now, you know, there are images that, you know, I mean, it's um, it's very complicated. I don't want to get into the um, layers, but um, we have obviously rural areas and, you know, just like here in the U.S. and um, urban areas, but... Um, People are like there, you know, many people speak English more than what you think, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the Internet nowadays. Like when I go back home, more people throw English words than I do mm-hmm. when I speak Farsi, you know. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, so, no, it's a, it's it is a developing country. Um, but but not yeah. in the sense that we, we can think of that mm-hmm. we are portrayed as in media. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that happens a lot. Yes. Uh, where we just get in our mind what something is. And, you know, I've had people from the East Coast of the United States ask me if Portland has paved roads. And I'm like, <laughs> there you go. well, we're in America. It's a major American city. And yeah, we have paved roads. We have freeways, you know, of all things. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting. I had a woman who had come here from another country and she FaceTimed me one night, freaking out. Uh, she lives in another state. And she's freaking out. She's like, Michael, I can't get out of my room. <laughs> I'm like, why? You know, she's like, I can't open the door. And I'm like, okay. So I FaceTimed her and I said, you know, show me the door, you know. And she's like, what do I do? How do I get out of here? <laughs> so I said, that thing there, you just, you know, put your hand on it, you grab it and turn it. You know, she did. But in her homeland, there's no such thing as the doorknobs like we have in America. She right. had no clue. Right. And then she calls me one morning and, and she's exhausted. And I'm like, why are you so exhausted? And she says, because I froze all night last night. It was so cold. And I said, well, why didn't you turn on the heat? And she's like, I have heat, you know. So again, she FaceTimes me. I look around the room. I was like, that thing right there on the wall. You know, right. See that thermostat? And she didn't know what to do with it. I said, I'll show you what to do. I know. So she slept good the next night. But yeah, but those things we assume... Yeah, that everybody knows know. them, but they don't. You know, a friend told me that somebody told her um, to get the subway, to get subway. Mm-hmm. And so he, in his mind, he was looking for <laughs> like a train, a, a train, yeah. but it was a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> or the other one, you know, with, um, you know, um, the English that we are taught uh, in, in most countries are like the British English. So they teach you um, for like restrooms, they teach you WC. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, water closet. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, she was like desperately looking for a WC. <laughs> and she was like asking people, where is WC? Where is WC? <laughs> Nobody knew what she wanted. Yeah. And, you know, all these English speaking countries are British and their orientation. You right. Don't hear American English being spread. Yeah. I was in Kenya one time and I go into a, a 
one of those everything under one roof stores. You know, we have Fred Myers here in Portland. I know they have Meyer back east, and uh, uh, it's called Nakama in Kenya. And I, we go in the front door, and there with so many people in Africa, you know, it's just people pouring in and out mm. of the store. So I'm standing there in front of the store, and the guy I was with, who's a Kenyan, he says, Hey, grab a trolley. And I just froze. I'm like, why am I grabbing a trolley in a store, you know? And he says, come on, grab the trolley. And I'm frozen. So I look, I, you know, I'm like, I I feel stupid. So I kind of tried without anybody noticing, look at the ceiling. Are there electrical lines on the ceiling? Is there some shopping? Yes. I'm thinking, is there some shopping experience that's fun that you get to ride around the store i don't see anything and i was looking down aisles and i was like i don't see anything and uh he finally pointed and i was like oh that's a shopping cart and a trolley i'm like what in the world so uh so i said oh man back home we call them trolleys but yeah. i was the one that was stuck in a foreign culture right couldn't navigate the situation it could happen anywhere you know when i was visiting iran there were a group of tourists um my city is very touristic and and there were like six seven um you know canadian people they were there and they didn't know how to cross the road because you know in that part that they were trying to cross the road they were there there was no um you know light Mm. so and they want and they had seen people crossing without having to go Mm -hmm. to a you know light and so i was like hold my hand so it's like one of those games that mm-hmm. you play, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. without getting hit. <laughs> you go a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that would have been good to get on video. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Now, you know, one of the things is how people drive cars around the world, and especially when you got a place like Bangladesh, which is a free-for-all. Oh, you know, I mean, people can drive in opposite directions and pass each other. I mean, just like these near head-on collisions, and it's a thing. You yeah. know, you've got Africa where there's no traffic lights, even in the big cities, people are just forcing their ways through intersections. Oh <laughs> and then I drive here in Portland, which is millions of people and international, you know, there's 144 <laughs> languages spoken in Portland. And sometimes when I'm driving down the road, I'm obeying the strict rules of the road <laughs> of America. And all of a sudden I'm like, what did that guy just do? What just happened? You know, but it's like, yeah. Well, I have to say something that I see is very common in American drivers is that they turn first, then they they um, um, turn on the um, flasher, what do yeah. you call it? Turn signal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They turn first and then they do that. I know. No, you're supposed to do that first, then yes, turn. I know. <laughs> give me the signal. <laughs> you're supposed to, yeah, give 50, if you're going lower speeds, 50 feet morning but some people do it as they're turning too right like, yeah, it's yeah. too late like, now no, no. don't worry just uh, <laughs> uh so um yeah what other um I, I remember one was that was very embarrassing for me was that well i have a few uh, one of them i was speaking i was learning i was um, in that stage of learning english in and um so we have many french words um in our language that we adopted and some English. And so I was trying to learn English and I was like being very sassy speaking with, with my friend and I said, you know, this um, lotion. And then I was like, 
lotion, no, lotion. And then I was keep going back and forth. <laughs> you know, both of them were, you know, well, correct, but yes. but in a different manner, you know, in a different language. But if you language. wanted to sound cool, lotion. Lotion, yeah. yeah. And I actually did that another time without knowing. Um, I thought that's the correct word for it. Um, uh, commission. Commission. Mm-hmm. So I, I told the girl, I want to make sure you get the commission. And, and she was like, <laughs> what? I said, you get the commission. And, and she understood. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yes. you. <laughs> so I am French. Or no, I am Iranian from Paris. Yes, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> what are some other questions people have asked you about Iran, Iran that's caused you to? That if we speak Arabic? Uh-huh. That, oh, I kind of covered that. Uh-huh, um, yeah. And that if all of us are Muslim. Okay. <laughs> we actually have the highest Jewish population after Israel. Really? In, in the Middle East. Yes. <laughs> and See, so many of um, people who are in the higher system in Israel are actually Iranian Jewish. <laughs> Well, see, that's something brand new for me. I would have not known it. Right. Yeah. yeah. We have many Armenians, um, Armenian um, Iranians who yeah. are Christian. Uh-huh. I grew up in a city that we have um, Christians, one of the most um, populated Christians, mm-hmm. um, Jewish, a um, little bit of Baha'i, but the most conservative um, Muslims. Yeah. So wow. it's very interesting. So so they they know about the Holocaust then, right? Because ah, I've, I've met people from countries that have no idea the Holocaust even happened. Yes, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah, really? Yes, because ah. that's not something that teach they teach you. Okay. They actually, because they have a terrible relationship with um, Israel, right? Uh-huh. The, the system doesn't allow you oh, okay. to know about key, you know, mm-hmm information like that yeah so never grow up watching it now i'm actually obsessed with like watching and learning i'm i'm very interested in the jewish culture specifically because there are so many things that are very common and i i want to know more i was dating a jewish guy Mm -hmm. now after so many years i know he was jewish yeah you know (laughs) yeah 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 right yeah and and he was like no i'm forbidden to date you Uh, Even though I like you, but uh, let's cut it off. And then many Uh, years after, I was like, oh, interesting, Jewish. Ah. (laughs) So here's one of my stories from life in Kenya that happened to me. Mm -hmm. I was at a family's house for dinner and there was tea. Uh, You know, they fixed tea, uh, quite the British thing to do, but they were (laughs) in Africa. But, you know, they had the box of different teas and they asked me, will you take some tea? I thought, well, I don't want to turn them down. So I said, sure. So I grabbed the box and, put, <laughs> and I put it on my lap and they're like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'll take it home after dinner. And they're like, what are you doing? I said, well, you want to know if I would take some tea? No, I'm, take, I'm, I'm thinking it. taking it. Yeah, I did not know that Just drinking, drinking the tea uh, right. is taking the tea. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, I've had many of those uh, similar ones with mm. English. I had a teacher who was, like, very loving and uh, kind, and it was a time that I was 
learning English at the same time taking art classes. Uh-huh. And she said that, you know, she said, oh, by the way, your na- name is not on the roster. And, um, and I said, what should I do? She said, I would go ask the office. And I said, no, please, I don't want you to go and ask them. I don't want to trouble you. But yeah. she didn't mean that she would go. She meant, if I were you, I would go. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I see. <laughs> and for such a long time, it, it, I was like puzzled. I still get puzzled at times. I'm like, yeah. what? Am I doing it? Are you doing it? Or like, well, I, I know uh, other languages. Uh, and a lot of languages are very specific uh, in their meanings. And so different uh, meanings have their own words. Whereas English has a problem, like the word love can mean I love you, but I also love pizza. You know, those kinds of things. And so because of the generalities, because English is a transactional language, there are so many misunderstandings that right. really cannot happen in a lot of languages. Those misunderstandings can't happen because it's so specific. But in English, it's just like, you know, there are times where I think one thing somebody wanted, but they want another thing, especially in texting, because <laughs> uh, American English demands the use of the hands. It demands the use of the face to convey right. the meaning. And when you don't have that, you know, you get in fights in texting <laughs> with people because they think... You were being mean, and like, no, right. it was actually smiling. emotions are detached yeah. from words. Yeah yeah, 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 I get that. So, yeah, what <laughs> other stories do you have? Um, what have you seen with refugees coming here? Oh, that right, I have happen? this this um, funny. I I feel guilty every time I'm I'm telling this story, but I had um I, I was I was at um a clinic for a client and I was looking at a family who were like trying to get out of the clinic and there was this table set up at the doorway and the the it was like two teenagers one girl one boy and with parents and clearly they were like hijabis so they were covered up and you know conservative and so I saw them approaching the table and there was a basket filled with you know um colorful things in it and I saw them you know leaning forward grabbing one you know and they were like they thought it's um their candies <laughs> but they were condoms oh no <laughs> yeah and in the middle of it I saw the father's face turned red so they, they couldn't figure out what it is so the father's face turned red and he grabbed all of them and threw them in the basket and he was like yalla yalla <laughs> let's go let's go <laughs> get out, get out. yeah wow it was funny yeah. but also sad you know yeah. dark humor yeah well but it happens you know people yeah, they don't realize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're coming to the end already of this. Oh. It goes so fast when <laughs> you're doing this. Uh, one more st- story you'd like to share as we close. Do you want to share? Would you like to share one more story? Oh, that would be the last one. Yeah. So um, the first time I was in a car with my uh, friend, so we don't, uh, she wanted to get um, gas for the car. So she got out. It's not like here that somebody does it for you. And and then she did the pump. And, and then once she removed it, there was this thing at the pump that what what do you call it? 
The like the thing, the, the splash the, guard, uh, right? No, the stopper, a splash guard, a splash guard, guard. Yeah. Um. See, I'm still learning. <laughs> um. And I was like, Oh my God! You detached it from your own car, and I was screaming, and I was like <laughs> panicking. It was like, Oh, you ruined your car, and she was like. And so when she came back to to the car because we have oil, so we don't mind splitting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so we don't have those back home. That's why everywhere smells like um, gas. Um, and and she was like, "That's the way to stop it." <laughs> don't panic. So you thought the splash spilling. guard was part of her car? Yeah, that should you're moved. panicking. Yeah, <laughs> that is a strong woman. <laughs> I know. Pull parts She's off a her car woman, just like actually. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a pleasure doing this series with you. I've oh, thoroughly enjoyed you. it. Do you have any parting words for our listeners? Well, thanks for what you're doing yeah. um, out in the world. Uh, yes. Aside from this, and this is um, very impa- impactful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure working with you. If you have any questions or stories of your own, feel free to share those with us in an email that you'll get here at the end of the episode here. And I always appreciate you journeying with us. And uh, I encourage you to uh, laugh it up just a little bit (laughs) as you create a just and charitable society right where you are. You've been listening to Common Sense on Social Justice with your host, Michael Davis. A common sense and fresh perspective to creating justice where you are. Share your comments and questions with Michael by emailing sjcommonsense at gmail.com. That's sjcommonsense at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through matradayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.